Hey everyone, welcome to Regular Mondays. Now, I know that it is a holiday. It's supposed to be a holiday. Stupid ass May 1 should be on a Monday. Couldn't we just have like another extra day for April just so we could move May May 1st onto a Monday? You know how much that hurts to the regular worker? Every time, man, you, as a worker, as a working class man, <laughs> as a working class man, you always look forward to the holidays. What are the holidays this year? You go, you go count that shit, you know? Adil Fiter, Lunar New Year. Ooh, May 1, Labor Day. Let me check. Right? You start scrolling as you look at that shit. Oh, man. A Sunday. A Sunday for a holiday. Why are we wasting our holidays on a weekend? Government, come on, man. We've been working five days a week for years on end. Could you just give us this holiday? You know, give us a place to rest, a time to rest. I don't know. I just feel like it's a waste of time when people, when. When week when holidays are landing on a weekend, it should always be on a weekday. Okay, if it's a weekend, then move it to a weekday. I don't care if it's a Wednesday in the middle of a working day. Don't care. As long as it is on a weekday. Anyways, dude. In honor of Labor Week. <laughs> in honor of Labor Week, I just want to talk about work and money. You know? And me, I graduated on a small town. On a small town, Smallville Pierce? <laughs> I would say I consider it a small city, okay? And I just feel like graduating from college, going to work, and then just changing careers. I feel like college is a bit of a scam, man. I'm not talking about the idea of college. I feel like the idea of college where you need to learn about whatever you want to learn, you know, learn about one thing and then just master that as much as possible. Totally understandable, right? Like being an engineer or a lawyer or a CPA or a doctor, you do need a degree, okay? A pilot, you're not gonna go there, right? You're not gonna ride on an airplane knowing that the pilot's license came from like a Google certificate. I learned that Google told me when you press this button, what's the button called? What's the button called? What's the button called? This button, the fly button. I don't think there's a fly button. At least bullshit me with some jargon, dude. I don't think there's a big red button this place with a sticker named fly. Now it's for me, it's a scam, not because of that, but because because people say that once you get the diploma means you have the money. No, dude. No, it's nowhere near. It's nowhere near of you having a lot of money. You get enough money, enough money to live, enough money to work, to commute, to eat, but not enough money to save. You know, me coming from a small city, moved here to the capital, to Manila, where you get, I would say, the biggest, um, biggest, what's that? 
uh, base salary, but you got to understand you're in the capital. That means you're going to have the most expenses out of every other region here in the Philippines. And I think it's consistent all, all around the world, right? Coming here, man, it was just so hard because me in the South, people talk in a different language. We speak Bisaya. And coming here, damn, dude, like the work was hard. Not because of like the actual work itself, but the language barrier. Even though we had Tagalog classes from from grade school up to college, you don't learn shit from language class, right? You don't learn shit from from math class. I'm pretty sure every single one of you doesn't even know how to do a basic derivative. I mean, you do. <laughs> if you're an engineer, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you do. Okay, but to the rest of the people, right? What is the square root of three and no, the quadratic equation? Nobody, nobody uses that shit, right? They they know, but they don't really understand what's happening. Now, I came here, dude, with very little Tagalog, and I wasn't like what you're hearing this English. It took me months, not months. It took me years. <laughs> To get up to this English. And when I talk at that time, and if I do talk in English, it's more of give me 10 seconds to reply to your message. Okay? It was that long. Like, hey Pierce, could you please help me with my project? Um I think that's good. If you give me it was that it was that kind of level. I was hesitant to talk. It was just brutal, man. And I actually think what's so crazy about this is that so there's some I do feel like the the similarity similarity between Tagalog and Bisaya is that they kind of sound the same the the words sound the same so I went in it was like the first day of work my boss gave me a tour of the of the of the buildings right this is the building Pierce you go to the left side that is the manufacturing area you go to the right side that is the QA okay from the far left over there that is where you're gonna stay and you gotta do blah 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 and eventually I was just overwhelmed by the amount of information that he was saying I told him sir sir could you say it again because I said it in Tagalog okay because I don't want to speak English because I don't I just don't want people to give that impression that oh he's english he must be a rich boy i really don't want that okay so i really tried hard to speak tagalog so i told him that hey sir could you say it again because i am very libog and he was confused the first time he said it's like what what are you saying libog sir libog could you say it again because libog and after that after a while, my my boss, my boss started laughing. He just called called his coworker. Hey, Carlo, Carlo, could you could you come here? Could you come here for a second? Because Carlo was like a Bisaya dude. And the first thing Carlo said, okay, he said that Pierce, Pierce, could you lower down your voice? Because libog libog in Tagalog means horny. Okay, I understand what you're saying. Okay, you're confused. Libog confused. Bisaya, totally understandable. But here in 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 Manila, dibug means horny. So stay out of that word. Oh, shit. So that is why a lot of people are looking at me. Like, whoa, are we? 
Did the HR hire an engineer or a swinger? It was brutal, dude. I had, I had for months on end, I had a script on whatever shit that I needed to say for that day. You know, like, good morning. What should I do? What, how to, how to, I don't know. Whatever. I had a script. And if anyone just goes a little bit outside, do a little detour from the script, I am fucked no matter what they say. You know, it doesn't have to be a hard question like, uh, hey, Pierce, how are you? I'm doing good. It's, it was all in Tagalog, okay? I'm doing good. Okay, what did you do in the weekend? Shit. Fuck. I'm not shy at all. Just give me at least five seconds to, you know, translate that shit from, from Bisaya to Tagalog. And I remember I had, I would say I had decent money. I had decent money, but I went to an apartment that was really, really shitty. At the first time I went there, it was really good. But by the time that I moved in, god damn, dude. I remember when I came home from work. I had a 12-hour shift. Came home from work, went into the apartment, and man, there were so many roaches. I'm not talking about this tiny, teeny, cutie roaches. I don't think people would tell their roaches are cute, Pierce. So there was like these very, very tiny roaches, you know? These tiny roaches and... I mean, they were not tiny roaches. There were these Joe's Apartment roaches. Have you watched Joe's Apartment? It was that big. You know, those... Those roaches that could fly. And I could see them at least four or five roaches at a time. In any time of the day, no matter how much you kill them, there's just, I don't know, there's probably a roach necromancer just trying to revive them. Revive, roach! Every single, every few hours, man, I do not know where they are going, where they are coming from. I've already checked every single possible entrance. I cannot see them. And, and I remember going into that apartment as I opened the door, there were roaches on the floor. There were roaches on the walls. There were roaches just flying around the the bulb like it's a fucking rave. It was scary, man. And I don't know how I actually managed to kill them. Considering that I'm really, really scared of roaches. Like to the point, like right now, if there's a roach here. If there's a roach here in the room, I'd probably just take my girlfriend and just... Push her into inside the room and just lock that shit. Call me once the roach is dead. <laughs> Dick move on my part. I understand, man. <laughs> uh, it was just so hard, man. And when, when when the salary came in, you always know when the salary comes in, right? It's around for this company. It's around ten a.m. So you go in at ten a.m excited you know because finally you could you could eat well because for the past few days you've been eating just sardines sardines you know college life sardines egg ramen sar 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 life just the usual college stuff you're, you're it's gonna extend for a few years you know 
You thought you've graduated from that, but nope. It's gonna extend, dude. Especially by the near end of the month when you hardly have any money left. So you wait there, right? You wait at the ATM. You pop in your 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 ATM card. You check in. You check for your balance. Oh, shit. Okay. Three digits. And two of those digits come from the centavo sign. Just right. The right side of that decimal point. Woo. Then you start sweating like, oh, man. It's 10 a.m. I have a debt to pay by 11 a.m. Where am I supposed to get the money? Now you're just standing there. You're standing at the ATM machine like it's a fucking live stream. Waiting, you know, just waiting for that number to change. Maybe it's going to change, you know. Probably, probably it's going to take a while. You start poking the screen, maybe, you know. Maybe the, maybe the numbers are just wrong because of the screen. Maybe the LED isn't working on this screen. Are you sure? Maybe I think it's the light that's giving me the glare. That's why I only have 20 pesos left in my card. After 10 seconds, you take it out. Right, you take it out and then just start wiping off. Have you tried that? Wiping off the strip card? What, what do you call that? The, that back black thing? Magnetic strip? No, maybe, maybe it was just some poor man's account that they've read. I'm pretty sure it wasn't mine, man. I had 24 pesos last time. This, this, this card that I saw was like at least 20 pesos. So that's not mine. I had to just start, start popping it in. Same number came back. Ah, shit, dude. Well, how am I supposed to do this? And I remember, dude, I remember my dad... My dad's um, style, when I was still young, okay? he would ju- I would just follow him around anywhere. And I remember my dad's style was like, every time he goes to the, to the ATM machine, he puts in the ATM card, and you just see 500 pesos. Shit. And you could just see him just standing there, man, looking at the ground like, how am I supposed to feed five mouths and what he does he doesn't do the the clean the the strip of the card he goes to another atm machine from another bank maybe because this this uh maybe this atm card has another same account from this bank how about i go to another bank maybe it's gonna give me a rich man's account you know and he does that for like three banks (laughs) Hoping that it's gonna give another result. Hopefully, it's gonna get better. Oh man, that's the best time, man. <laughs> Especially in a third world country, you you want to go out, you know, for greener pastures. I really hate that word. Maybe it's because of it's a cliche. For greener pastures, the greener is the grass. What <laughs> the greener is the grass? The grass is greener on the other side. Yep. Anything outside of the Philippines is greener, okay? It doesn't matter where you are as long as you're outside. of the, Maybe you're, if you're in Iraq or in Ukraine, but you get my point, right? You get to my point. You try applying. You try applying from like Singapore or from Europe or from the U.S., but nobody, nobody even wants to to even bother you like, Hey, I saw your I saw your 
resume, Pierce, and I feel like it's really, really good. No, it's always, thank you for applying, Pierce. Thank you. I really appreciate you giving me your resume. Let me get your data, and I'm not going to follow up on any of your applications. I'm getting really, really salty at this point, but you got to understand, dude. They are very, very annoying. Just these constant, just constant thank yous. Like, could you just not reply at this point? You know, I'm really salty. Uh, I've, I am thinking that maybe it's like, hmm, this this dude's resume is really good. Wow, he's he, t- he graduated top of the class, was a great asset to his existing companies. Okay. Dude, we got we gotta get him. Where is he? He's from the Philippines, sir. Ugh, fucking Philippines. Why do we need why do we need an Asian guy from? <laughs> to be fair, I'm pretty sure, to be fair though, dude. I'm pretty sure they only don't want people from like another country, mainly because like the I don't know, the taxes or maybe the amount of money they need to invest for me to go into another country is just way too high. No, totally understandable though. But I do want to go outside of the Philippines, you know. Once in a while, find a job there, finally get the, that first world money. God damn, dude. I had a friend. I don't have a friend. <laughs> I have a brother who went from. I have a brother. Is that right? Yeah, I have a brother, okay, who had. who was a nurse here in the Philippines barely had enough money for himself and he worked here for like three or four years barely had enough money just enough to sleep to eat and to drink you know you go to his apartment it's a studio apartment he doesn't have a bed he just sleeps at the floor there's not even a fucking cushion just a cloth you know it was a nurse there for like three or four years because because he could barely buy enough for himself that's how how poor the the nurses are in the Philippines. And I remember my sister told me this that Pierce, you can't believe, you won't believe what I'm gonna say. But there's just people, there's just nurses here. They're the chief nurse of a station, okay? They've been in this hospital for over ten years. They've already been married, but they're still dependent on their parents. Dude, that's how poor the fucking nurses are in the Philippines. And by the time my my um, brother already transferred from the Philippines to the to Europe, easy money. Easy fucking money, dude. He goes everywhere almost every month. Hey, look at me, I'm here in Germany. Hey, 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 Pierce. I'm here in I'm here in Spain. Tomorrow, you know where I'm gonna go? Fucking Italy, man. How about you? I'm gonna go to work. Gonna go to <laughs> go ride a bus, you know, ride the train. I hate the train, dude. You know how much anxiety that gives me. Anyways, dude, I really do feel like I really do hope that the few in the future, everybody, you know, everybody's just gonna get whatever they want. You know, because it's hard. It's hard to get money, man. It's hard. It's there's just this illusion back in college that hey, once I get my diploma, once I get this paper, I'm gonna get more paper. Nope. It doesn't work that way. There's gonna be some luck involved, skill and luck involved. 
Okay, welcome to the story of the week, everyone. Story of the week. And for this week's episode, I am going to talk about a mishap that had happened in some dementia facility. Now, this dude started out as a catering worker. Okay, he started out as a catering worker at some dementia care home. And he loved it so much that he tried to take an apprenticeship as a nurse. So he was there observing all of his colleagues, you know, trying to help their patients how to wipe their asses, how to wipe their asses. And then eventually, while all of his um, co-workers were out onto the toilet, I don't know how that happened. (laughs) Everyone, every single one of my colleagues, dude, went to the toilet at once. All 30 of them. (laughs) So... When all of his colleagues were out at the toilet, you know, t- t- took a break, there was this one woman that needed to go. Now, let's call this woman, actually in the story, he called this woman as M, okay? It's gonna, I'm just going to use that same name. Okay, so M had that classic signs that she needs to go to the toilet. I'm not sure what it is, but you got to understand, man, like dementia isn't just about forgetting memories. Patients are like constantly confused. They don't know how to wear their clothes or go to the toilet. Sometimes in this case, okay, in this case of Miss M, she has this cleaning. She she just has this personality, I think. I'm not sure what's the right term. Personality to just clean anything and everything obsessively. Okay, she never sits still. And when she sees poop, she needs to clean it. You know, but because of that confusion coming from dementia, she has to pick it up with her hands and it just gets really messy. There's just turds all around the floor and the ceiling and the walls. It's like a shitstorm. <laughs> a shitstorm. You know? And so that's what he did, right? So he was thinking there, I don't think it's that's that hard, right? I've seen my co-workers have... I've seen how my co-workers have done it. There's no reason for me to not do it as well. To replicate whatever they did. You know, I've been watching this same person for over a week now. How hard can it be? Right? And I can't let this poor woman go to the toilet. And if I don't assist her, I'll have to clean the walls myself. So just fuck it. Give me the gloves and I'll go clean this person. I'm going to take care of this person. So he did everything, right? So he he assisted the person. He went, They went to the toilet. Everything went smoothly up until the most intimidating part of the process. Wiping. Now, for women, when you clean your... Actually, ask the author of this story, okay? Now, for women, when you clean their... <clears throat> once they, I don't know, took a shit... You always clean from the front, okay, from the vagina on to the back, okay? Always, all the time with a wet, with a wet wipe. Because if you do it from the front to the back, then uh, from the back to the front, then of course that bacteria coming from your asshole would just go to the front, to to the vagina, and then maybe there's going to be UTI or whatever, you know, some infections. You don't know what's going to happen. So it's always front to back, front to back, front to back. So that's what he did. Got a soft, warm, wet wipe and just went all in. Boom. 
to back while softly just talking to her and keeping her updated. Hey, Miss M, I'm just gonna take this wet wipe and just wipe your vagina with it. Okay, I'm just go. I'm gonna start with the vagina and just go go to the back of your ass. Is that fine? Yes, yes, nurse, I love you. Right, and after a few wipes, it came back pretty pretty clean. But he doesn't want to leave anything behind. You know, you know that thing where you're still new to the job and you're still very enthusiastic about everything. Oh my god, I want to do my best in this job. So that's what he did. Right? He did more. That's where the shit came in. So he grabbed another wet wipe and went from the front to the back again. And as he was going to the back, he felt the bump. So he was thinking, ah, it's a good thing. They tried to clean it again. Because if not, then what's going to happen with this turd? Right? So he grabbed it lightly. It didn't came off. He tried to rub it off. It still didn't came off. No success, dude. So what he did, he started vigorously rubbing that stubborn ass turd on her skin. Then M suddenly just saw... Then M just started giggling. And, it, and as he looked at her face, man... She's a little red. And that's the time he realized as he was just vigorously rubbing that stubborn ass turd. He was rubbing her clit. As soon as he knew that, dude, he apologized and helped her get up, put her pants back up. And at this point, his mind was already racing like, should I tell my advisor, supervisor? Should I tell my supervisor? Should I even mention her bowel movement? How how am I supposed to phrase it, dude? I'm Mr. Supervisor. I actually grabbed, you know, Miss M. I'm Mr. Supervisor. You know, Miss M, right? Um, I rubbed her clit. <laughs> how do you even phrase that shit, dude? How do you even phrase that shit? Why and why is it? Why does it feel so foreign, dude? Why is it so? Why does it feel so different? I'm called the clit master back in the day. Why did I why didn't why didn't my mind even register this one? Right? So after that, he took care of Miss M and went straight to the supervisor. Went to the supervisor and asked, Yo, could you just step out for a bit and talk to me to talk to me in private? So he told her everything and it's a good thing the supervisor was just cool. Because she just started laughing and she just watched. And she just said that, hey, it's totally fine, man. Totally fine. But uh, next time, just call me, okay? So I'm going to be, so I'm going to help you whenever you try to take care of another lady. And that's the end of the story, man. Um, my reflection. <laughs> There's no reflection here. But I'm going to give a shout out to the, so I'm going to give a shout out to the author of the story. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for lending me this story. Okay, and this is the end of the podcast, everyone. So this is Pierce. Um, I really appreciate... Why did I reintroduce myself? <laughs> I really appreciate for... I really appreciate everyone for listening to the podcast. And if you want if you want to tell a story, yo, dude... Just message me on Twitter, or you gotta. If you if you don't have a Twitter, you can uh, give me an email about it. Totally fine, man. And hope to see you again next week.